Tis the month of St. Patty's Day, and here's a random related fact. Did you know that the odds of finding a lucky four-leaf clover are 1 in 10,000? I'd say that's pretty difficult. Fortunately, if you're a business owner or hiring manager, you don't need luck to find top talent for your team. You need ZipRecruiter, and right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. You don't need a leprechaun when ZipRecruiter's brilliant technology is going to walk you right to that pot of gold of top talent. As soon as you post your job, ZipRecruiter powerful technology starts showing you the best qualified candidates for it. Aren't you just a wee bit curious to see how ZipRecruiter can help you? Well, today's your lucky day because you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Once again, just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Do any of my fellow adults out here have any goals that you've set for yourself in the new year and you don't necessarily call them resolutions? Well, welcome to the club. Well, we always have an odd one in the crowd. So it's kind of odd. Decidedly odd. Doesn't that strike you as a little bit odd? No, it doesn't strike me as a little bit odd. It's the Bob and Sherry Oddcast, the stuff we wouldn't, couldn't, or shouldn't do on the regular show. Now, here's the Oddcast. Welcome to another solo edition of the Oddcast with Doc. I'm not really sure why so many people have requested that I jump back here on the Oddcast. I, I personally, I live a really boring and quiet life, as you'll see here in this episode. However, if the people want more Doc, who am I to deny them that? So several years ago, I started randomly following this woman on social media. Her name is Katie. She's just a regular, regular human being who she's a teacher and she just posts about her life like everybody else does on social media. And one day I'm sitting there on Instagram, I'm scrolling through the Discover tab, I see her picture, I click on it, and she's got this really inspiring post about her and her life at the time and what she was doing to try and improve her life. So I followed her, this was like, at this point, it's probably five or six years ago, and I've been following her ever since, and just watching her as she goes through her own personal life journey. And a few years ago, one of the things that she posted about was that she started doing a vision board. And she was doing the old school vision board where you go and you get the poster board and then you go and collect a bunch of magazines and then you cut out images from the magazines and you glue them all onto the poster board in order to represent the things that you were looking to accomplish or receive or improve in your life in any given year. And it had been a very long time since I had ever seen a vision board. I'd never seen an adult do a vision board before. So I thought that was really interesting. And I thought, huh, maybe I should do something similar to that in order to build a little structure around my life so that I have a little bit of direction in terms of where I should be going in order to accomplish whatever it is I may have wanted to accomplish at the time. Now, I didn't want to do the physical vision board. It's just too much work trying to track down magazines. However, Photoshop exists. So I've been doing a digital vision board since 2021. And I've had all sorts of goals uh, on my vision boards for the past couple of years. Uh, everything from work-related stuff to here's what I want to accomplish work-wise and also making intentional time away from work to rest. Uh, in 2022, I had the goal, one of the goals was to literally buy a house and somehow I successfully managed to be able to do that. In 2021, however, I had 
uh, one of the things on the list was getting eight hours of sleep. And it hasn't made its way back onto the list since because let's just be honest here. I'm never going to get eight hours of sleep in any given day ever. It's just not going to happen. I've given up. I've also built themes around each year as well. In 2021, the theme was just the word move. Make a move, move with a purpose, move on. And then in 2022, the theme was now, not yesterday, not tomorrow, just being focused on what it is that I want and am looking to accomplish right now. And that brings us up to the current year where the theme for this year so far has been C'est la vie in 2023. I've spent the last couple of years with some major goals, some life-altering goals uh, in my vision boards, and also dealing with a lot of personal stuff, a lot, a lot of stuff that's been taking up so much of my time and energy. And the thought process for 2023 has just been, you know, you've been doing all this shit. Why not just chill out for a bit? Why does everything have to be pedal to the metal all the time? So I have no major goals on my list for 2023. None of this buying a house, no switching jobs, no looking to get married and start a family or start some business or something. These are all simple to mid-range goals. And if I don't accomplish them all, then the response is, say la vie. It's not, oh, well, you failed. It's, that's okay. So what are all these magical things that I'm looking to do in 2023? I will tell you all about them after this dramatic pause that we call a break. Say la vie in 2023 is my theme for my vision board this year, and um, I'll post a picture of this on the Bobby Sherry Facebook page so you can see it. But if you're wondering what it looks like, imagine the Brady Bunch theme song and the iconic moment where you have eight of the, the characters in, in the blue squares and then in the, mid, the middle square is black and you have the Brady Bunch logo there. That's what it kind of looks like. I intentionally themed it that way because I have eight specific things that I'm kind of looking to to do in this year. And I'm not going in any specific order. It's, like I'm, it's not like I'm doing all of these one after the other. Some of these I'm doing simultaneously. Some are specific things that have a clear beginning and end, and others are just trying to attempt to create new habits for my life. So this first one is, it may seem silly to people who aren't gamers, but if you are a fellow gamer out here, then you understand what, what's, what's, what's happening here. Um, so just like with people who collect books and have tons of books that they never read, gamers collect games and have games for a very long time that they have never completed. And there are many games that I have had for decades that I've never completed. And the goal is that there's a handful of specific ones that I'm looking to finally complete this year. One of them I've already gone ahead and completed so far. It's a game called Final Fantasy VIII. Um, if you're an RPG fan, you'll know that. If you're a non-gamer, it doesn't matter what the story or the game is about. Just know that I've had not one, but two full copies of this game since I was like 15 or 16. So I've had this game for over 20 years now and never actually finished the game until like a month ago. I also have a handful of old school Nintendo games that I'm looking to complete as well. Uh, I'm talking about the first Double Dragon, the first Gauntlet, and this other game called Dragon Spirit. And these are games that I've had since I was five or six. The overwhelming majority of my life, I've owned these games. And I think it might have been just because they were too hard to beat when I was a kid. 
and then life takes you in a different direction and you just never get around to completing them. But to own a, a video game for over 30 years and never beat it is, that's insanity. And this whole goal here isn't even really about video games. It's more about the overall point of there's time to do things. Sometimes it's not too late to do things that you're looking to do. We convince ourselves uh, a lot of times in life that there is a window in which we have to accomplish things, whether it's marriage, kids, the job, the hobbies, the traveling. And we think that if we miss the window, we think, oh, well, we've missed our shot and we give up. And I don't want to think like that. I'm not, I, want to, I want to break out of that mental cycle of thinking that I've missed the window on certain things in life. I know that we all subscribe to the life is short mentality, but also sometimes there's time to do things. Now, the second goal on my list, I think for me, is going to be the hardest one to accomplish because this is a habit breaker. This is, this is something that, yeah, I, need, I really need to work on this one a lot. Cooking. I'm not going to sit here and say, I do not know how to cook. It is just, I do not cook. And that is a really bad habit that has been established based on mental blocks and schedule and all sorts of stuff. So for those of you who don't know, before I started working here a couple of years ago with the Bob and Sherry show, I worked in the same building with Bob and Sherry, worked at the same radio station for like 15 years. They were doing the morning show and I worked in the afternoons. So working as somebody for an afternoon radio show, the schedule is a lot different than the typical nine to five. Like I'm getting into the office in the middle of the morning and then I'm usually getting home on on a regular day where I have nothing to do after work, getting home about 7.30 in the evening. But then if you throw in social activities, AKA me playing softball, that means I would not get home until anywhere from maybe like 8.30 until almost 11 o'clock at night. And I also had no desire to wake up early in the morning to be pre-prepping meals for, for dinner. So let me, let me lie down on my therapy couch real quick to explain this. So if you're familiar with the term revenge bedtime procrastination, I have that. Once again, go back to the eight hours of sleep. That's never happening. I also have that similar thing when it comes to cooking. I think I have so much anxiety. Let me rephrase that. I don't think. I know that I have anxiety about having to block off so much of my time cooking in the kitchen. For some reason, I just feel like the requirement of having to be there and having to designate all that time just to cook a meal I feel like something is being stripped away from me. I don't, I, don't know, I don't know how to explain it. It's the same thing as me going to bed at like three o'clock in the morning or something because I feel like so much of my day, regardless of what it is I'm doing, has been designated toward required activities. So this is more about overcoming the anxieties that I have in regards to my time in general. But yeah, this is a tough one. And all I get to hear is Bob's voice and that, that meme that we have of Bob where he's got his head back in laughter and it says at the bottom, good luck to you. The third goal on my list of eight things to try and accomplish in 2023, and this is a quick one, is doing some stuff with the stock market. I've always been kind of fascinated by that. Um, and over the last several years, they've made it a lot easier for regular people like you and me to be involved and to be able to you know, do the basic trading things that the people on Wall Street back in the day, they were, there was a time where they were the only people who could run around and do that kind of stuff. And I'm not looking to like quit my 
full-time job here at the Bob and Sherry Show to run off and be a day trader. It's just really interesting to me that this is a thing that on the surface, it looks really simple and everyone tries to paint it as really simple, but it is also extremely complex. There's so many uh, things that go into the ins and outs and the technology and just understanding like the market and all that stuff. It's, it's way over my head. It is challenging. And that's the reason why I'm doing it is because it is a, it's something new and it's challenging. The fourth thing on this list is something that may or may not ruffle some people's feathers, but I'm of the age of, I don't care. Um, so my book challenge for this year is to read more stuff in regards to like race and racism and stuff, really fascinating stuff, just about everything from like the history of like the Confederacy and kind of trying to follow the bouncing ball of racism and race relations from when America started all the way up until today. That's, I'm really curious about that kind of stuff now. So a couple of books that I'm currently looking at right now, you have The Confederate Nation uh, by Emory Thomas. And then this other book, um, <laughs> I can hear a white person running off the road in sheer anger <laughs> before I even say the title. The title of this book is called Critical Race Theory and Introduction. Now hear me out, white people, please just hear me out for two seconds. One of the things that I think differentiates me from apparently a lot of grown folks currently is that I'm willing to face really uncomfortable things head on nowadays. I'm willing to hear uncomfortable things. I'm willing to face uncomfortable truths. And most importantly, I am willing to sit in uncomfortable feelings, to feel them, acknowledge them, absorb them, and then make changes based on that. If as a white person, hearing the word racism or hearing about race in any negative capacity makes you uncomfortable. Imagine being a black person. Let's just say, uh, let's just take me, for example, <laughs> since I'm here. Imagine you're me and imagine you spend your the majority of your young, impressionable years living in an all white neighborhood, going to an all white church, like 90 percent of people that you interact with are white. And then as an adult coming to the jarring conclusion that America has been pretty horribly racist over the course of its entire history and realizing that. You were probably, as a kid and as a teenager and as a young adult, subconsciously being ashamed of your blackness, almost as some type of self-preservation to kind of shield yourself from the potential discomfort of having to deal with white people who aren't necessarily like KKK level racist, but they're fine with you as long as you know your place, if that makes sense. There's a lot of there's and there's a lot of white people who don't know uh, who don't know or don't want to acknowledge the subtle to mid range level racism that exists, man. The kind where white people, they'll be friends with you and they're cool with you. But are they going to let you date their daughter or their son? Hell no. And they are OK with you as long as you don't do anything that they deem unacceptable. And if you do, all of a sudden you are considered one of those kind of black folks. And that may be an uncomfortable truth for someone out here listening uh, to hear, but it is also a, an uncomfortable truth for me to accept as well. And this is not the only uncomfortable work I'm putting into my life in 2023 as well. I'm doing the same thing as a straight man when it comes to, to just like listening to women and their experiences and, and how, how they're having to navigate 
a world that is dominated by men. My TikTok feed is like 50% women in their 20s, 30s, and 40 plus talking about their horrible experiences dating with men. And oh boy, um, like I don't, I, uh, yeah, um, like I've never engaged in any kind of like violent behavior with a woman at all. But I have done the thing where I've been kind of like emotionally wishy-washy uh, because I wasn't necessarily sure, to be honest, uh, at that point and failed to communicate properly. And when you hear women talk about how something like that, how a man being wishy-washy can fuck them up emotionally, um, it is one of those uncomfortable, I, I, don't, I don't even know what to say, man. Like it's, it's like, damn, I'm, this is what I'm responsible for doing to some woman somewhere? That is messed up on my part, dude. And that's, that is a behavior I've got to change immediately. And I got to make sure I'm on the neck of any other dude in my orbit who is thinking about doing that to women as well. But yeah, that's what I'm trying to do here in 2023. Waiting in discomfort on purpose. Okay, I promise that the rest of the goals on my list in 2023 are not as serious and emotionally intense as that one, I promise. But this next one, number five on my list of goals to complete in 2023, this is an assortment of various home projects. I bought my house last summer and I did one of those really stupid things where I was overly ambitious and I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to redesign and paint and build this and that and redesign the whole house in like a week. And then Morgan Freeman goes, he did not redesign his house in a week. I did the living room and then I did the office, which I, I still need to show people the result of my office, which it looks really awesome. But I got so burned out after that. So now I need to realize, you know, I'm not taking on any major home projects this year in 2023. I'm doing some minor stuff, which I've already accomplished a couple of things. So one thing I did, this is really weird, but I apparently own a mobile home. So on the back of my property, so I, my house is on the front of the property and then on the very back of the property, there was, a, there was this old rundown mobile home. And I think this was, was because the family that owned this property, it's, I live in one of these areas where it was like members from the same family owned various pieces of property next to each other. That's because that's usually how families did it back in the day. And I think they decided to just put a mobile home on the back of the property so that one of their relatives could live there. And then eventually uh, they moved out and then, then the mobile home went to crap. Um, so I ended up board, finally getting around to boarding it up, which that was a lot. That was way more work than I thought it would be. Another thing that I have accomplished. So when I bought the house, I knew that underneath the kitchen sink, the floor of the cabinet was kind of rotted away. And I knew that I needed to fix it at some point. But then we had this little situation where I did not see the mouse, but like I could hear that a mouse was somewhere in the house and messing around at night. And I'm not having that, bro. You can't be up in here and not pay rent. So not only did I have the, you know, the pest people come out and set traps and all that stuff. I also was like, okay, I need to, you know, it's pretty clear that the mouse is coming through somewhere in the kitchen. So I need to identify where this is. And that also meant, well, I need to, to finally take care of this cabinet floor. So I finally ripped it up and, and put in a new one. And while I was doing this, I discovered a mouse hole in the, in the back corner of that area. And like, I thought this was just something that was in Tom and Jerry, you know, in Tom and Jerry, 
if you look at the wall where uh, Jerry lives inside the wall, you see the little mouse hole on the outside of the wall. That's where he runs into. That's what the hole was. And that's where I'm 99% sure the mouse was coming in. Like, I did not know that that was a real life thing. So I got that sealed up. Have not had any trouble since. Thank goodness. Probably the only other thing that I'm looking to do leads me into number six on my list of goals, which is to hang out on my back porch. As of right now, the porch is kind of messy because the screen, it's like a screened in porch or it's supposed to be, but the screens, they're torn up. So I literally am going to have to go in and like pull the screen that's hanging by a thread off and then rescreen everything in this porch. But at some point in the summer or in the fall, I just want to be able to sit back and hang out on the porch and watch the sunset. That's it. I love sunsets and yeah, I just want to be able to reflect and enjoy the golden hour of my favorite time of day. Number seven on my list of things to accomplish in 2023 is the only thing on this list that is 100% complete already. And that is when a softball tournament ring. As a matter of fact, at the recording of this podcast episode, I won this ring last weekend. Did not expect it at all, but good things come when you're not expecting them. I'll share a quick story with you of, of what happened. So our team ended up, when we got into bracket play, we ended up going undefeated in the tournament bracket. And there was a moment that I don't think I'm ever going to forget, just because it was an opportunity for me in a high-pressure situation to, to help this team out, and I came through in the clutch. And I'm, I'm really proud of that. So this was the second game of the tournament bracket, and we needed to win this game in order to get to the semifinal game. It's the last inning. The game is tied. We only need to score one run, and we have one home run left. Now, this team I'm on, we're a team of hitters. All of the people on this team, myself included, can hit home runs. So the expectation is that somebody was going to hit a home run. Well, unfortunately, none of the three batters who got up to bat that inning hit a home run. They all were trying for it, and they missed, and all three got out, which means we had to go into extra innings. So we're the home team. The, uh, the other team comes up to bat. They score a couple of runs, which means we got to come back, we got to hit, and we got to win this game. And then all of a sudden, it's my turn to bat. Bottom of the last inning, two outs. The tying run is on third base. The winning run is on second. I'm up to bat. All I have to do is just hit the ball somewhere and not get out. And your boy comes through. This is the kind of high-pressure situation that you see in the movies. And I love it, man. I was able to come through. I got a hit um, that tied the game. And then the guy batting after me also got a hit. And then we ended up because of that, the, the winning run came in, and we ended up winning that game. And that was a really big reason as to why we were able to win uh, the tournament. But that's why I love softball, man. It's just it's fun being out there with all sorts of people. But there are times when the game is on the line, and it's thrilling, and your hearts have beaten a gazillion miles an hour because you don't know what, what's going to happen. And sometimes everything just goes your way. Now, we have finally made it to the end of my list of goals for 2023 and goal number eight is to grow a mustache i don't grow hair very well like i don't grow hair on my arms or my legs um and facial hair has been sparse like i do consistently grow hair on my chin so i can grow like a chin patch or whatever they call it. I can't grow a beard. I can grow these tiny little patches of hair that pop up on both sides of my cheeks, but that's the extent of my quote, 
beard hair. A mustache, though, is one of those things where it kind of grows in, but it's also kind of hatchy-ish. But this year, I've just decided, screw it. Let's just grow it out and see what happens. I have no idea what's going to happen. There's a very high probability of failure, uh, but who knows? If I can get a cool mustache going, I'm keeping that thing because I'm tired of looking like I'm 19. So if you see me and I got a raggedy looking mustache, just mind your business. Just look the other way. You don't see that. And that is going to do it for Say La Vie in 2023 a wide range of goals all with different purposes in life i'll probably end up doing a follow-up podcast at the end of 2023 just to kind of update you on how everything turned out over the course of this year new episodes of the oddcast every monday and friday the friday edition of the oddcast is now the new talking lamar podcast and of course if you're looking for more bob and sherry related stuff just check us out at b-o-b-a-n-d S-H-E-R-I dot com. I hope that you have an uncomfortable day. <laughs> I know I will. And we'll catch you next time on The Oddcast. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the Bob and Sherry podcast and the Bob and Sherry Oddcast. We would love if you would subscribe, rate and review, and share it with a friend on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you go. And thank you again for listening. Tis the month of St. Patty's Day, and here's a random related fact. Did you know that the odds of finding a lucky four-leaf clover are 1 in 10,000? I'd say that's pretty difficult. Fortunately, if you're a business owner or hiring manager, you don't need luck to find top talent for your team. You need ZipRecruiter, and right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. You don't need a leprechaun when ZipRecruiter's brilliant technology is going to walk you right to that pot of gold of top talent. As soon as you post your job, ZipRecruiter powerful technology starts showing you the best qualified candidates for it. Aren't you just a wee bit curious to see how ZipRecruiter can help you? Well, today's your lucky day because you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Once again, just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire.